to Pay Attention Class. I'm your host, Zach Clark, Dirtle Magus, and with me as always, Richard Busey. Loose Moose, how's it going, man? Going pretty well. Trying to just enjoy um, the last few days of this Boomsday pre-nerf meta. Yeah, yeah. Gearing up. I've, I've been drafting Arena a lot lately, so I still I actually have a deck that has, like I think, two to three Giggly Inventors and, and a Mana Worm. <laughs> I'm like... I've 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 actually got this new like uh, thing of the arena where like if I draft mage I draft no spells and I get book of specters and I just go like ape on like draw like a two mana draw three. I, you know that's actually really smart because I feel like whenever I draft mage I see like three book of specters. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, God damn it! <laughs> I don't I don't really like the if I see one early I'm just like okay well I I'm gonna try not to get spells. Or, like, I'll only get, like, power, super powerful spells, and I'll just draft a bunch of guys and, and go from there. So I, I've, I've actually been playing almost exclusively uh, Arena over the last couple of weeks because, you know, the, the, the meta has kind of really gotten boring for me, so I haven't, haven't been playing a lot of Constructed. Yeah, that's fair. I, I know um, before we were going to talk about the Goofy decks that uh, we were playing on the ladder, but with these nerfs that came up, I guess we got to table that discussion and just go right into those. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, so let's talk about the uh, upcoming update balance of October 2018. This is going to uh, happen on uh, uh, October 18th uh, at uh, uh, what an update scheduled to arrive October 18th. Uh, PDT. Uh, what is PDT? I think it's Pacific Time. <laughs> but it doesn't give the time. Strange. Uh, anyhow, uh, <laughs> so it uh, looks like Giggly Inventor will cost seven mana now, up from five. Yep. Um, it's one of the most powerful and popular cards they've ever created. Uh, virtually no downside to including it in a deck because it's neutral. Yeah, that's very true. Um, <laughs> so it's played in, like, every deck. Yep, it comes up the board. Um. Uh, we think it's important to take risks when making powerful cards, especially when it comes to neutral minions uh, that have taunt. Given the role they can play in, engage, in encouraging minion interactions and making the games more interesting, however, in Giggling Inventor has stepped beyond its intended role. We don't feel that it should be as effective as it currently is. We initially decided to make it six mana and both the format and realized wait, standard format as well as with Cards that will be released in the future. Uh, ultimately, you felt its power level is still higher than the appropriate uh, than appropriate for a neutral card with no build-around requirements. At 7 mana, we expect Giggly Inventor will find its way into fewer decks in general and will be much left, less effective in Quest Rogue, while it might remain simultaneously playable within specific deck archetypes such as Evolve Shaman. Because this card is 7 mana to me. This card reads Dr. Boom, right? <laughs> I just think that this is it's it's a wild like here's the thing is like it's still going to be as effective in uh, quest rogue because now quest rogue can ignore can ignore the fact that your that your opponent's going to draw one of these and be able to play it on time and then you've still got that late game card 
Wait, you think this will still be good in Quest Rogue? I, I mean, you can still play it. It's seven mana, or not, sorry, not in Quest Rogue. Uh, I'm thinking Odd Rogue. I would still oh. play this. In, <laughs> I would still play this in Odd Rogue. You're talking about Odd Warrior, right? I'm talking about Odd Rogue. Odd Rogue. You're gonna play this in Odd Rogue. With I, seven I don't mana? know that I'm gonna play it as a two of anymore, but I, I think it's still definitely powerful enough to do what it needs to do. Uh, which is gum up the board. I think the huh. the real the real read here to me is um, what what I'm actually reading is that um, Blizzard nerfed Blood Knight. <laughs> Blood Knight yeah. is so I mean, good. Well, before before we get into that and the effects on the meta, I mean, do you, do you agree with this nerf? I I know you know me personally. I know we were talking you know, a couple weeks ago and, uh, I can't speak for you, but I remember myself saying, you know, it's super powerful. The card is everywhere, but I don't think it's too powerful to be nerfed. I think it's fine. Um, do you feel any differently now that it is nerfed? Do you think it was the right decision? I don't think that it was that big a deal. Honestly, I, I did. The meta has been so stale the only part of this I agree with is that maybe it'll make decks change a little bit, but like, honestly, the meta is just the same like four decks, uh, and and I know all the matchups at this point. It's it, it's been boring, so I, I'm just looking forward to seeing things switched up, and that's one of the yeah. nice things about about these about these occasional updates is that sometimes it just mixes everything up, and now there's all new decks now. Yeah, the difference between this and you know a card game like a paper card game. Is that in paper card games, when you you can't just tweak the, you know, mana cost of a card. So it's you'd have to basically ban the card. Yeah. And then a bunch of people would be out real money. And as it is with dust refunds and everything, it's not that big of a deal. So it makes more sense just to nerf something, just to change up the meta because. Well, I do think the meta was plenty diverse. You know, there were there were lots of decks. Most classes had more than one viable deck, which was super cool. It was getting stale. You know, there were the same decks over and over again. There was high polarization. Mm -hmm. And I think rather, you know, they said this is one of the best cards we've printed ever. I don't agree with that. But I still think that it was a super powerful card. And Blizzard was like... You know, it's going to be a while since the next expansion. People are really getting bored of this meta. Let's change it up. What better way to change it up than to totally nerf the most played card in the meta? Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, I, the thing is, is that uh, the real problem with this nerf is that is exactly what the problem with this card was, was that it's literally played in every deck at exactly no, uh, you know, no deck building cost. So they're just going to slot in something else if they want to. Or they'll just keep playing it. Like it's it, it it doesn't change the ability to play this card, nor does it play change its effectiveness when put onto the board. Like getting this down, if you're low on life, uh, still gums up the board enough for you to get back into the game, right? Like if you can cast this card, it's still fine. It's just that like seven mana, you know, comparing this to other seven mana cards in Hearthstone, like Doctor Boom, for example, it just yeah. doesn't feel like as potent. But I mean, those Noyotrons are pretty annoying. Uh, I think uh, I think this card's still going to be playable. I think that it would not have been seen as much play 
as it's going to see, had it initially cost seven, because we would have looked right past this card, I think, initially. Maybe. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I, I, I kind of agree with you in that I think a lot of people are saying, well, you know, the card's going to be gone forever. You know, dust your giggling inventors, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I well, I think that's um, I think that's going to happen at first. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I think the gigglers are going to creep back in as people kind of play with them and realize, oh, you know, it's kind of like like Quest Rogue, right? You know, like, yeah. It gets nerfed. People are like, it's over. Then, you know, a couple months later, people start picking it up again. And, oh, you know, maybe not so bad. Uh, I, I, you know, I'd be interested to go down the list of decks that currently play this card and and kind of make our guesses and if they're still going to play it in about two months. Yeah. I mean, I think that the answer for all of them is almost definitely yes. In most cases, even like Quest Rogue is going to still play this card. Like it's oh, would you Quest Rogue absolutely will still play this card. Like seven mana for three four fours. Two of them have Divine Shield. Still good, you know. Yeah. Like I don't think this is any less good. And Quest Rogue is basically a combo control deck that goes to that goes late game anyhow. So I don't think that it's going to stop this deck from playing that. You know, like I think it's just going to be like, all right, this is fine. We'll do something. You know, we'll find other ways to stay on the board for long enough, you know, or, you know, I'll, you know, use the coin to get this out on turn six. Um, I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think Quest Rogue is still going to play it, but I do think there are a couple couple of uh, decks that just can't afford to play this anymore. Uh, Token Druid, for example, it just doesn't seem that great. Yeah. Um just seems it seems a little pricey there's so many it, great big spells on druid that it always seemed odd in token druid to me like it always seemed like you were like well this card's the best thing at five mana that every deck can be doing i'll just throw it in there oh no i i totally disagree i thought the deck was i thought the card was such a perfect fit because there were so many times when you were playing that deck where you were just like man i just like really need to play a card but all the cards right now are meant to be saved up. They're either buffs or, you know, big all-in token makers like Whispering Woods. Mm -hmm. But if I don't play any cards, I'm going to overdraw with Ultimate Infestation, and I really want to successfully Ultimate Infestation. So you would play – you would just get to slam down your Giggling Inventor on five, and then they would have to, like, AoE or – you know, deal with it in some way or else you could just like kill them with buffs and then you could clean up with like UI into like Whispering Woods, Soul of the Forest. So I think this, you know, it's going to affect the deck a lot. I, I absolutely okay. think that to Token Druid is, is still going to be very good. You know, obviously it was good before Gailing Inventor. It'll continue to be good. But, you know, I, I'm definitely going to miss that card in, in that deck. All right. Well, let's let's move on from, from that into the next uh uh, next uh, nerf. Uh, mana Worm will cost two mana up from one. Um, over time, we've been moving away from powerful early early game one drops like Mana Worm. Uh, it can often feel like the outcome of a game is decided by whether or not Mana Worm is played on turn one, and if it could be removed quickly by an opponent. Mana Worm also has steered us away from making powerful, low-cost mage spells. We'd like Mana Worm to remain an option for decks it synergizes with while preventing it from being a huge turn one threat 
at two mana, it will be easier to easier with mana worm to deal with mana worm once it's played, and it will be harder to buff with cheap spells in the early match. We still expect it to remain an option in decks that heavily focus on cheap spells, but it should be less appealing option in decks that aren't built with that focus in mind. I hate this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think, like, the, I don't know, did you feel like Mage was a real problem lately? Like, especially, like, Tempo Mage. I just did not feel like that deck was even a contender at Tier 1, you know? Let alone, like, Tier 2. It was, like, barely getting in there. It was a great meta choice occasionally. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I know a lot of people were... There was a lot of chatter about this card, especially because it's a classic card that's, you know, not going to rotate. It's always been around. It's super polarizing. But I just do not, I just don't get it, especially in the context of today's meta. Because, you know. So much taunt. <laughs> so much taunt. Tempo Mage was barely tier two. And, you know, this, it, not anymore. I mean, that that deck really kind of needed mana worm and it just doesn't it's not even a like, deck at this point as far as i'm concerned you can't play yeah 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 exactly and it's like i i just think that they're if they really like i get it you know you don't want cards that are you mulligan for and if you have them you win and if your opponent has it you probably lose that's not the most fun thing in the world but I just don't think this like was enough of a problem to to nerf, especially since the deck was just not really cutting it. Yeah, and I, mean, I think that there were plenty of answers to it. Yeah, I think that there the only thing that's relevant in here is that um, it has steered us away from making powerful low cost mage spells. So that means I want to see some powerful low cost mage spells, Blizzard. Yeah, like seriously. if that's if that's the case, I want to see, I want to see powerful low cost mage spells because I haven't for a very long time. You know, like Book of Specters is <laughs> in in arena is the only thing I can really think of, and it doesn't synergize well with Mana Worm. Uh, right. Honestly, I I I hate this nerf a lot, but I I if if that part is defensible, if it means that we can see more strategies for mage open up aside from just tempo mage. And like you know, big big hand mage or big spell mage, cool. I'm into that. But right now, I really hate this. Yeah, it seems like they they're just like freeing up design space, which I guess is admirable. But at, at the same time, I just I didn't think it was much of a problem. And I think if you're talking about cards that are in your opening hand and you win the game if you have them in your opening hand. I think uh, a certain prince is a much larger offender. Yeah. That is goes in decks that are better. Well, it's like, do, do you not feel like they completely missed wild growth on this one? Like, I'm a druid player, and I was like, wow, how does this card get nerfed? And wild growth is like, nah, right. we're good. Yeah, that, that that I I was also thinking about that, where like, it's like, what? you know. I knew there was some chatter about Mana Worm. I didn't really take it seriously. and But the, what I was hearing a lot more was Wild Growth and the fact that Druid is just so meta-defining. And, you know, if the, if the Wild Growth nerf happened, 
I could have took it or leave it. I would have probably been, you know, fine with it. I'd have been a little sad, end, but, but like, just, I, I would have understood. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but this this card just, like, I feel like Mage is always getting picked on, you know? Yeah. Like Ice Block and, um, you know, now this. It's like, what, what about, uh, like, to me... Um, Flame Imp is just as good of a card. Uh, I know some might disagree with me, but... Ice Block, they rotated uh, Ice Lance. You know, like, they, like where do we get... Yeah, Flame Imp, for God's sakes. Flame Imp is this card without having to cast the spells. I mean, uh, that's the other thing, is they didn't even address, like, the, the, the decks that, that, like, really rely on their one-dropped, which, like, look at Warlock right now. I mean, good God. Zulok is insane. Um, yeah, you want to good. talk about, like, frustrating nut draw aggro decks to play against. I mean, that's, like, it's horrible. But, like, when your opponent is on is on the play and he's like, all right, I'm going to play a Kobold Librarian, drop the coin, play Voodoo Witch Doctor, get a Happy Ghoul, go. And you're just like, oh, I think I've lost. I have to assume that, that, that that's, like, the worst feeling in the game because... Whenever I do it, it feels amazing. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, I got to Legend based on, like, a deck that just kept drawing like that. I was like, oh, my God, this is the dumbest thing ever. Right. I'm going to keep playing this until I finally hit Legend in this game. But the funny thing the, the funny thing about that is that it... With... When you're playing Zulok and you get the... You know, Flame Imp, uh, Voodoo Doctor, um, Happy Ghoul Draw, or you get a turn two Keliseth. It really just feels like they can't do anything. Yeah. It yeah, really yeah, yeah. just feels like even if this is on paper a bad matchup for you, you're probably going to pull it off because you got a free 3 3 and a 3 2 on turn one. But with Mana Worm and Tempo Mage, when you're playing like against an Odd Warrior, say, and you have, like, turn one Mana Worm, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter that you had turn one Mana Worm. Like, they have, like, <laughs> four armor every turn, you know? Like, it, it just felt like there was... Like, I get that, you know, people are complaining a lot about meta polarization and that um, Tempo Mage was a particular polarizing deck, but I just... It, it, it doesn't seem... When you put it in the context of Zulok, it just seems a little ludicrous. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about the final uh, nerf, uh, and this one has to do with Wild, and uh, this is Aviana, uh, will cost 10 mana up from 9. Uh, changing Aviana up to 10 mana means it will no longer be possible to play Aviana and Kun, the Forgotten King, on the same turn without an additional help from cards like Innervate or The Coin. Uh, it also means that Juicy Psych Melon will no longer be able to draw both Aviana and Kun. Uh, Kun? Kun? I'm going to go Kun. Um... This should make combos with Aviana and Kun uh, produce less consistent uh, while allowing decks that use the combos to still exist for play players that enjoy playing them. I think this is a fine change. Um, and I, like, honestly, I play this deck in, in Wild. The deck is bonkers, and it doesn't matter. I, I honestly don't feel like it matters if Aviana is 10 mana or 9 mana, because I'm going to play, I'm just going to play Innovate. And be like, okay, I'll just tune the deck a little bit differently. I'm going to play two Innovates and 
that'll be fine. Well, the big thing is that you can't just draw the entire combo with Psych Melon, right? So that's not even that much of a problem because you run two Psych Melons. Right. <laughs> you just run yeah. two of them, and now you have two tutors for for your combo in your in your deck. Before we were only running one uh, off and on. So like, I don't think this makes the deck like unplayable. It does make it worse. It doesn't. I don't think it knocks it down from tier one even. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, it. I know people were complaining about it a lot with, you know, the whole star aligner thing. Um, it seems like a fine nerf. I know they were trying to avoid nerfing psych melon itself just because it's also a standard card and they didn't want the splash damage into standard. Yeah. Um, yeah, seems, seems fine to me. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really disagree too much. Uh, I, It'll be interesting. I mean, how else would they nerf this, though? Like, you can't make it 11 mana. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like the effect is just, like, way too strong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, yeah, what is it? Like, all your minions cost two now. You know, that that they could have done something like that. That's true, um, yeah. You know, they could have made it... Uh, so, uh, here's my thing, is, like, as a 5-5... Five, five, this, there's so many ways to mess with this in, in Wild because you've got stuff like uh, the Explosive Trap. You know, not Explosive Trap. Uh, the uh, the Mage uh, Secret that does five damage, six damage to a creature when it comes into play. Oh, uh, Arcane arcane Runes, I think. Yeah, Arcane explosive Runes. runes yeah, Explosive like Runes. There you go. Explosive Runes. So Explosive Runes stops this combo from, from being a thing. Um, what's it called? Uh playing the uh potion of polymorph does the same thing uh you know that's and that's just ways that one deck can stop it but like i don't know man i don't think that this that uh it's that big a deal but as a as a person who plays wild off and on as opposed to constantly i'm sure that losing to this deck is is becoming boring so i just like to see my opponents play differently so i i get that part i i don't think that this deck is out of the meta at all and i think it's a fine nerf it's fair I think having a super powerful linear combo deck just define your meta in your eternal format in your card game is just probably not a good idea. You know oh, what I come mean? Come on. <laughs> come on. All the car all the card games that I play, the eternal formats are are a place for degenerate stuff to happen, and this is degenerate. No, no, I think they're absolutely the place for degenerate stuff to happen. I just I don't know if like to me, this deck, and you know, you know, I have limited experience in wild, so I, I take whatever I say with the grain of salt. But to me, this deck was far and away the best deck in the meta. Yeah. So I could see why they wanted to to tone it down a little bit and maybe not have, you know, the flagship deck of their eternal format be a super linear you know, combo deck. I think those, they should absolutely exist in wild. That's the place for one. That's, yeah. that's the place for them is in wild. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they should be like S tier as it seemed it was. Yeah. It's funny. Cause they, they haven't in this discussion that they're having here, obviously it's about wild. Um, and they didn't even mention that it's in wild, by the way. They're just like, these shouldn't exist together. Like be like in wild. This is a problem. You know, um, that said, um, here, here's my, uh, sort of takeaway from this is, you know, I don't know. Uh, 
do, does it does it do enough that it matters? And also, here's here's the okay. So here's the problem with with this whole statement. Not only did they not mention that it's it's in wild, but they didn't like kind of call back to their last statement, which was they wanted to know what wild was gonna be, and and this doesn't answer that question at all. You oh know? yeah. They didn't say, no. well, we wild's a place where we don't want degenerate stuff to happen. They're just like, wild's a place where we'd like to discourage people from doing that, kind of. But it's still possible, and we we hope that you try it. That's what I got from this. It's like, you didn't really give us a, you know, we didn't get any meat uh, from, from the previous uh, update that you guys sent that was like, Hey, you know, like we're trying to figure out what the hell we want to do with Wild, but we haven't. Maybe you should give us some uh, a heads up. And people were basically, for the most part, one like on a fence about it. It was like one or, one side or the other, you know, uh, about about this. There was there was one group that was like, we want it to be standard plus. And there was another group that was like, we want it to be as messed up as possible. And I think that they're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, I I think these nerfs had. Um, nothing to do with them making their mind up about what they want Wild to be. I, I still think they have no idea, which yeah. is fine. It'd be nice if they said in their statement, yeah, we still have no idea. We, we just are tinkering with this. But, yeah, you know, like you said earlier, I don't think – I think this deck is still going to be Tier 1. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, if they really wanted to, to, to seriously, like – take the deck out of the meta they could have yeah um so we still don't have any more clarity on what blizz wants out of wild yep all right well uh that's that's it for the this update um let's talk about the new uh dual class arena thing that's happening uh for the next week or two yeah sure um so you can when you play arena now it will ask you to choose a class, and then you will get to choose a hero power. So you'll be discovering both of these, um, just mm-hmm. like you do when you normally uh, enter arena. You discover a hero, and then and and now you'll also discover a hero power. So this allows you to use different hero powers with different spells. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm super interested in this design space. I've been uh, when I've put in uh, applications to Blizzard before. Um, I included this information. I was like, okay, well, like, could you do something like this as, as far as, like, an like a Tavern Brawl was concerned? So seeing them do it in Arena shows me that I was kind of in the right direction. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, Almost it, more so, because Arena seems like a more co- bigger commitment for yeah, them. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested in, in uh, what, you know, like, what decks, what cards are good with what decks in Arena. You know, like, so obviously this means now you can play Warrior in Arena, <laughs> which is the best part of this. Like, you can play Warrior in Arena and then get a hero power that's worth having. Like, you will 100% never have to play against somebody who's got armor up. <laughs> like, there's just absolutely guaranteed no way someone's going to choose armor up when there are any other options available. Yeah, okay, so to me... This is interesting because we really get to see what are the good hero powers and what are the janky hero powers. I mean, I think we already knew. Like it was like, like we can in in reverse order. I think we can we can go over the hero powers real fast. So armor okay. up, obviously the worst, 
right? Yeah. I think yeah. the uh, choosing a totem comes comes in a uh, in a far second to worst, but still bad. Oh, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's worse than heal. <laughs> no, heal gives you board gives you board presence. It keeps your minions on the, on. I think that heal is is probably like top four, if not if not top three. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, you're yeah, you're probably right. Now that I now that I think about it, heal lets you uh, lets you take minions with high toughness and keep them on the board for as long as you want. Honestly. Yeah. Especially in arena where like it's all about grinding and yeah, attrition. Yeah, it, it can be heal can be worth more than a card. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, so what's you think? Okay. So second from worst, you think is shaman. Mm-hmm. Now, um, now you have all the things that deal like deal damage, right? Basically, you right. got. Uh, so uh, I think maybe druid is worse than rogue. Yeah, I agree. Right? So, because yeah. Rogue gives you that tempo as far as mana is concerned. Um, yeah. Even if, though you're getting the armor, the armor doesn't matter as much because you're just attacking your opponent's minions and, like, it doesn't, you know, it's not really affecting the board. Whereas, like, having a chance to attack your opponent's minion a second time might be worth it more. So, I'm going to say Druid is a tentative uh, third from worst right now, but I'm, I'm trying to yeah. think of something, something worse than that. So that's just I the almost, hero power. I almost think that Druid might even be worse than um, the Totem Calling, but I'm I'm not sure. I hate the Totem. Like, what? It, there's almost never a time when the Totem thing is is good, unless you like really need a taunt at that moment. Like, and you get it, your 25% chance. I think that if you made it pick a Totem, it would still be bad in Arena. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, in arena. Oh, we're just yeah, talking yeah. about arena. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm just thinking of all those times like I've had a bunch of like four <laughs> health minions, three and four health minions on the board, and my opponent has totem called, gotten the spell damage token, and oh, just yeah. ruined me. <laughs> yeah. If you could construct a deck that, that uh, and and choose, yeah, I would say that the yeah, getting the plus one spell spell damage guy is probably probably very good. Like. I'm talking about in limited, so yeah, uh, let's yeah, let's right. let's go armor up totems, uh, tank uh, not tank up. What is that? What is that called? Shapeshift. Yeah. Um. Then, ah uh, oh, man. So what? What are what are the damn <laughs> heroes I in think, this game? <laughs> I think the weapon is probably better than the fire blast. Than doing damage. Then the then um the, the mage. mage one. Mage one's very good. Mage one doesn't deal any damage to you. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like having a weapon to just like it, it's like All good right, with tempo, and you always have synergy. Like you can like have weapon synergies. I guess that's not great in limited. So let's let's um, let's talk about what we've got left. We've got uh um. Make a guy, make a one one, right? Right. We've got uh, do one damage. We've got make a one two weapon. Um. What else do we have? Who am I missing here? Uh. Uh, soul tap. Soul tap. Uh, Obviously the best one. <laughs> it might. It might. It, it's up there. It, it, I. I. For me, okay. Let's go from the top now. So we've got the bottom three, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like between soul tap. And and fire blast, 
Like it's it's oh, the, it draw Soul draw two cards way better than Fireblast. But Soul Tap does not deal with the board, and that's a very important part of of Arena. Sometimes it doesn't matter how many cards you have in your hand if you just taken two damage and your opponent's on the aggro plan, you've probably lost. Yeah, I mean, I it, I I think that it's close for sure. I don't know. <sighs> I, I I think I would. If I were given both of these uh, heroes, I would probably choose Warlock because I'm personally just a better Warlock player. Yeah, but, me too. But here's the thing. In this, you're not getting Warlock cards. Yeah. <laughs> so would I choose Warlock and and uh, then choose to deal one damage? You know, I'm trying to think what what are the best two combos for, for me, right? Because um, a, a lot of the tier of... What's good in arena is based on like as far as classes are concerned is, is based a, like weighted heavily on what your hero power is. So let's 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 look at the rest of these hero powers, right? So we've got uh, uh, warlock, we've got mage, we've got uh, who else? I'm I'm drawing blanks here. Uh, uh, paladin, paladin, the one dude. Uh, um, we got. Uh, healing up with uh, a priest. And we're we got the dagger one. with rogue. Um, and the the ping with hunter. The two damage. Ah, yes. Okay, so I'm going to put the, the ping with hunter up at uh, up at number four from the from the the top. So it's it's like it's either six or or five as far as like how how I think it is from from the from the top I, th I don't think it's close to being good in arena it's great if you have a really aggressive deck but it's not wonderful yeah I think it's you know that hero power you see a lot more like just as a build around and constructed when mm -hmm. you're essentially playing a burn deck yeah and it's it's uh, a fine um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's like a fine uh, um, control like finisher. So it could be good in in this respect if you like just play a bunch of taunts and keep s sitting behind it. You know, like it's something we haven't really gotten a chance to do in arena. Is like hmm. choose the like really good version of a control deck. Like maybe you try warlock, but you just keep shooting your opponent every turn. Yeah. Um, I definitely think Totemic Call is is like is tied with Armor Up for for worst. The more I think about it, like at least Armor Up keeps you in the game. A lot of times you definitely don't want it in this format when no. you're when you get to choose your your hero power. Come no. on, you're not gonna choose the Totem Call. All right, so let's let's go uh, in in reverse order: Warrior, Shaman, um. I'm gonna go hunter, then uh, what's it called uh, uh, druid, then uh, rogue, then I think I take heal, uh, then uh, reinforce the paladin one, uh, then I take fire blast and life tap. I think Life Tap yeah. is still the best one, but Fire Blast is like so close. Here's here's why I think Life Tap is 
in this format going to be the best one. Okay. And it's not close, and it's because Blizz knows that the uh, Warlock Hero Power is is the best one for both limited and constructed. So when they design Warlock cards, they don't often design them to synergize with Life Tap. In fact, I feel like they often design them to to sort of make them like in spite of life tap almost like you get a lot of like weird, like almost good cards like succubus. No, I I disagree completely. Most of the cards in, in warlock are all about like getting your life low and then like making this giant swing back. Like look at uh, the guy, the, the four, four that becomes a seven, seven. Like if you were at 15 or less life, like I actually think that the upgraded hero power is worse than life tap because there's so many cards that are based on, like, taking damage and doing damage to yourself. Like, in Arena, one of the best cards in, in, in Arena for Warlock is a 4-6, and if you've taken damage this turn, it gains life life uh, lifelink. Or lifesteal. Oh, yeah, that one, lifesteal. That card's dumb! Yeah. If you have if you play that on turn 8 after you life tap, you've drawn a card, put a 4-6 lifelinker on, lifestealer on the board, and, and, like, the gate... Like, if your opponent can't remove that immediately... He's got to try and find ways to. If he has to swing into that, you're getting like eight life at least. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yes, there are I was I'm wrong in that yeah, there are a ton of warlock cards. I think what you're that, saying is correct. I just don't think that uh I think that life tap is really good with a lot of warlock cards. Right, right. I just also think that life tap will be like super good in classes that weren't designed to have access to life tap. I think for example, with a class like Hunter where all they do is just have like big efficient dudes that will, that often have their own card advantage engines that that's going to be like uh, super busted with a, a hero power, like life tap where you can essentially just like keep reloading. Yeah. Or, like, look at, like, all the taunt minions in Druid, right? Yeah, totally. No, right. Druid, yeah, Druid's going to be real great. Because or, I feel like the biggest problem with Druid is that that hero power sucks. Yeah. Or how about uh, a Warrior, where you can play these cards that gain you armor anyhow, and then you can life tap, effectively, like, mitigating that damage. Yeah. I don't know. I think that, I, I think it'll be interesting to see... Um, what, what classes, class combinations come out on top. So let's, let's talk about, um, our, our ranking when we take out of consideration the hero powers for, for the heroes. Oh yeah. For our spells, right? Like, so, um, so let's, let's just give each of these a number between one and nine, right? Uh, Druid. Huh. Um, for arena. Yeah. It's going to be tough. We're going to have to, like, kind of, kind of, like, decide on the fly here. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I want to say, like, three. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that Druid has some really powerful options, but does it have any good early game stuff? And that's sort of what uh, Shapeshift offers, is, like, the ability to sort of fight on the early game a little bit. Right. So I, I honestly think that uh, unless you get something that's really going to help you with tempo, which you can do, 
um, just straight without a hero power, Druid's actually pretty low on the list. I'm going to put it in as like a 7. Okay. Um, so let's go to Hunter. I think just as a base class, I think... Hmm, I think it's... I think it's probably middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably about four. Yeah, I would, I would put it up between like six and five because it doesn't have any good, um, like hard removal spells like kill a guy. It has like random kill a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no way to keep on the board, and and its minions, though they come out early, they're not very resilient for the most part. They're, you know, you've got you've got like Savannah High and stuff like that that are obviously good, but um. I think that it, it's uh, it's regular minions aren't great. I I don't know. There's, I, no, um, board, there's no good board wipes in this in this uh, in in Hunter, which you you know obviously always help. That's true. I, my biggest problem with Hunter in Arena is that I feel like I always want like a deck with a bunch of beast synergies, and if I don't get my beast synergies, then it's just not that yeah, great exactly so like having to like almost a class that is just a build around class right so like yeah I, I think i think that's why i'm putting it closer to closer to six but still slightly better than druid because it does have an early game mm, okay um, mage yeah i think mage i would put mage just as a base class without the hero power around five or six just because i i don't think i think mage is like almost too deep there's like so much different stuff going on that it can be really hard to feel like you're optimally building your deck. Do you get that? I uh, So we, we definitely have to write this down so that we find out later, but I'm going to put Mage at, like, number one or number two. Whoa, just as the base class just base without by the hero itself. power? Yeah. Wow, because, okay. Because you have stuff like Flamestrike, you have uh, Blizzard, you have Meteor. Like, these are cards that get you not only get you back into the game, but clear boards and the clearing boards is huge in arena. Being able to like go card for card with your opponent is good. Going above card for card is often ridiculous. And if you can stay in the game early, which mage has some great early, early game cards, um, has some great tempo plays in arena. I think that, uh, the, you know, like just the board wipes and stuff, bring this up really high. It, it probably, if, if you consider your, the board wipes versus your argument, it would probably blast it up like three or four ranks. Okay. So you think, then then you think that mage is just like bar none, the best class in arena then. Cause you're also a big fan of this hero power. I, yeah, I like the hero power a lot. I think it's, it's, yeah. I, 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 I go back and forth between this and life tap is what is the best hero power. But I think, again, I think mage is, mage is just so good at like coming from behind, which, you know, like, you know, think about drafting and magic, you know, you, you, you worry about, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, bombs, removal, whatever. I forget what the, what the thing is, but like, um, the, you know, you look for bombs. The, the mage has bombs, of course. Then yeah. it has straight up board wipes for removal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you look for role player cards like, you know, uh, the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. You look at like Mana Worm is fine. Even at two, Mana Worm is fine um, for the most part because you're just trading card for card, and a three butt will stay on the board most of the time at at two. You you need your two drops. And then you need you need your like four and five drops, and then you need your bombs. And this and and this 
you know, this class has its bombs. When you drop a flame strike, it normally wipes your opponent's board, and then you're just left with, like, a couple of dudes, and that's enough to just win the game a lot of times. Yeah, flame strike's really good. Um, this this we already knew. So let's uh, talk Paladin. Yeah, I never... Uh, I always thought Paladin was kind of bad in Arena, but maybe I'm just biased. What do you think? Okay, so Paladin was, at one point in time, the best class in Arena. Yeah. Um, this was during... Uh, I, I forget the what set it was, but uh, it was the one with Inspire. Um, the tournament, the grand tournament. Um, mm-hmm. You got the... Uh, the um, Murloc Knight. And the Murloc right. Knight, you know, you drop that on turn four and it lives, or you drop it on turn six and it, it happens. That was ridiculous. Like, that that was easily the best uh, the, the, the best card in Arena for a while. Um, on curve, off curve, didn't matter. Um, but now, um, you know, the it has bombs. It has some really great legendaries that you can get. You know, you get Tyrion. You're 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 living it, right? Um, mm-hmm. You you get stuff like uh, uh, what's it called uh, the weapon is good, the true silver blade. Um, you know you can get combos like equality and consecrate. You know like those are you know those are pretty common to to see. Um, but I think that I would put this in the four five slot. Yeah, it's got some. It's definitely got some bombs. That's what I noticed it when uh, when I played it in arena. Is that like, it's very top heavy. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about priest then. Yeah, I think I actually really like the cards that priest gets just as a base class. I really like, uh, but but my problem with that is that I feel like their base class cards really want heal. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I agree. So if you take away heal and you and you literally add any other hero power, I think that priest gets slightly worse. I think it gets much worse. I mean, it, my my favorite card in priest is Nightscale Matriarch. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I would have normally like you know my current rating rating for priest is like four. Uh huh. I think I would put it somewhere closer to eight without the hero power. Yeah, without the hero power, it's just. It just seems very, um, very. It just it just seems heavy. wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just butt heavy, and 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 that's not always where you want to be in arena. It's nice to keep guys on the board, but when those guys also don't always have taunt, you know, like I I feel like not being able to keep them on the board and and do these like power trades by healing them up constantly, um, it's that's going to be a problem for for priest. I I expect priest to be somewhere in the seven eight category. It, yeah, it really leans on cards like uh, Akhnai Soul Priest and yeah. um, uh, uh, the Lash, the the two mana. Oh yeah, like, one uh, like thing. Spirit uh, Lash. Spirit Lash. Yeah, um, yeah. Which really, again, really likes that heal. So yeah, I, I think definitely this is going to be. All right. So bad. how about Rogue? Um, I, I think there's some key to unlocking rogues potential in arena. And I just have not found it yet. I've always thought that this class was total garbage in arena, but I'm probably just totally wrong. So rogue rogues, a funny deck in arena. It rogue rogue to me in arena sort of works like miracle rogue used to where like 
you needed to learn the deck, right? You need to really learn it, but you have yeah. to do that every single time you draft a deck with Rogue. Oh, yeah. Like, you really have to know when you want to play your coin, you know, you have to know what your mulligans are, and if you know that, you can do really well with Rogue and Arena, but I, I think the second best I've ever done was a seven with Rogue and Arena, uh-huh. but I, I think that without the hero power, you're going to get some really funny synergies where, like, you're going to want a weapon, but you're not going to have one. Um, that said, combo is still fine. Yeah, combo's still good. I mean, I'm trying to think of what the specific rogue cards that could be good with other, like, arena stuff. Uh, with other hero powers. Um, like, I feel like... I mean, yeah. I, I, it's like... Like, what are their marquee minions? Their marquee minions are S- SI7 agent. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's good. Uh, you you know, uh, getting, you know, the thing is, is the deck doesn't have any particular minions aside from a- agent that like it it like kind of almost always has. Right. Um, you know, you get stuff like the a- the ambush guy that like puts a bunch of guys in your opponent's deck, and that's fine, but it, it doesn't really like make the deck per se. Um, I remember when I played, I was frustrated that you would have to take so much damage from like constantly like smashing yeah. your face into other minions. So it maybe a... this would be like super good with something like fire blast or, mm-hmm. or um... like the heal, the heal power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah, don't know. Maybe I... it can take more of like a control direction. Yeah. I mean, without the, the problem is without dagger master, you don't have that early game presence that I was talking about before. You know, you really have to make sure that you draft sort of a different style of rogue deck. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, maybe you have something, you get something else that gives you that early game presence. But I think that I would throw Rogue into like the five six slot here. Mm-hmm. Shaman. I've always thought that the base Shaman cards in Arena were pretty good. Yeah, same. I think that uh, not having to have this terrible uh, hero power is going to be <laughs> amazing for Shaman. This yeah. is the worst hero power. Like it, it, it's it's between that and armor up, and I, and I often think that like at least with armor up, at least you're still in the game kind of, and there are cards that synergize with armor up, uh, in in terms of like oh I've got X armor I can do a thing, whereas like the only thing that I see Totemic called doing is being really good with blood blood uh, bloodlust. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say uh this is my guess. It's probably gonna be a hot take three. On this one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's even closer to the top. I think it's going to be like one or two just as a base. Okay. A base class. I I think like the AOEs that it has like volcano and lightning storm are just real good. Um, I think blood, yeah. Bloodlust is obviously great. Um, I don't think overload gets any better or worse, uh, without totemic call. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, all right. So, how about Warlock? Yeah, Warlock you... without the hero power. <laughs> it's so hard to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I love this so much. Is that I feel like I'm using this whole part of my Hearthstone brand that I've like never used before. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna let you go first because I have I have some thoughts, but I I want to I want them yours to be untainted. Uh, gosh, I just don't. I don't think it'll be good at all. 
because I think life tap is so important to making this class good. I, you know, like you said, like there's that card with the, you know, if you've taken damage this turn gets lifesteal, you know, cards that make you pitch cards at random, like doom guard, which are just total bombs in arena. If you don't have a bunch of extra cards that you can just, you know, pitch away with life tap, I think it makes it, you know, not so great. I, the only thing that I could see this, like you could maybe get like a nice control lock deck going with, with like lesser heal or uh, maybe even uh, Fire Blast. Mm -hmm. But I, I just I just I think this is one of the classes that's gonna suffer uh, the most without its hero power. How do you uh, feel about it? I've got a I, I've got yet another hot take here. It's, uh -huh. it's a hot take uh, day for me. Hey. Uh, I think it's gonna be number one. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I'm, th I, I, I'm I'm thinking that the number one class combo is going to be Warlock. With the rogue hero power. What? Yep. Why? Because oh, you, you get that tempo, you can still get that damage on yourself that you're looking for with this deck, right? And you can be like, all right, turn one, I'm going to play Flame Imp. Turn two, attack your dude. Turn three, do this. You know, like, you can still get that damage, and you get the damage for free for the most part. You don't even have to, like, make weird plays to make sure that you take damage. So, like... That, like, 4-6 with uh, Lifesteal, if you take damage, is that much better when you can just be like, oh, swing into your dude, and on turn 6, I've got this 4-6, you know? Like, I think that the best combo is going to be Warrior with the, uh, sorry, Warlock with the uh, uh, Dagger Mastery Hero Power. Okay, man. I mean, that's, wow. I love this. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it, I definitely think that it's it's one of those things where you pick this and then you pick uh, Dagger Mastery and, and immediately, like, you just hear, it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it pays off. <laughs> you know? Because like, you could definitely just draft a bad deck, you know? like. <laughs> I think you're going to, like, I think what's going to happen is it's going to be, like, Turn two, succubus, discard your cards, <laughs> get dagger, like, just die. I think, like, these, like, I, I think the Warlock decks are just going to flame out, honestly. But, you know, I could be wrong. I could be overestimating how much of a cost it is for the life. Or, But even with the, oh, man, I don't know. This is why <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're really, we're really going to see on that one. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Warrior. Yeah, for for Warrior, uh, I think this is definitely going to be one of the classes that maybe, if not the most, as we alluded to earlier, that benefits the most from losing its god-awful hero power. Yeah, it definitely benefits the most. I don't know uh, if it's going to be the best deck, but it definitely benefits the most from not having to use this terrible hero power. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's got a bunch of great weapons, um, like I mean, War Axe and... How about just ha getting, the, again, getting the, like, auto-weapon situation, you know? Like, there are so many cards that synergize oh. with weapons, right? In, yeah. In, in Warrior, there are already so many cards that synergize with weapons. Um, you can try and take all of them and not even take any weapons, you know? You don't ever sure. have to be put in a situation where, like, you're like, oh, I want this weapon, but there's also this guy that does something cool to weapons, you know, like... All of that stuff, you know, like upgrade is amazing. You know, all of that stuff it, it just like totally becomes a new thing if you can take a different hero power. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put this at, at, at three. So that, that leaves, as a heads up, that leaves me as Warlock uh, into Mage, Warrior, um, and then some combination of Shaman, uh, then, then like, Priest, Rogue, uh, Paladin, Hunter, Druid. Hmm. You're going to put Druid at bottom? Yeah, I think Druid's going to be the worst. Oh, interesting. I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, let me see. All right. I think... What do you think number one will be? I think number one... I think number one is going to be Shaman. Okay, Shaman at one. Um, then... Then Warrior. Shaman Warrior. Then Mage. Mage. Then Druid. Okay. Yeah, you really sold me on Mage. Yeah. <laughs> then Mage, then Druid, then Hunter, uh, then Paladin. Um, what am I missing? Uh, then Rogue. Uh, Ooh, Rogue, I, I really switch, don't know. I want to switch uh, Priest to, to last in mine. I totally apologize. I forgot that Priest was terrible. Right. Um, yeah. Priest yeah, is gonna so be so bad. Take take priest, which I think was at five, and put it up to uh, nine. So everything will shift down one. Yeah, it's also gonna be nine on my list. Uh, I think eight is gonna be warlock. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll see uh, in the next uh, couple of uh, weeks uh, <laughs> as this, as the information comes out what the best combos are. Um, <laughs> I, do, do you have a so? You, you were saying uh, Shaman. What do you think? Shaman with what is, is like, the best combo? First of all, everything with me, I'm just going to try it with Life Tab first. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, Life Tab, I'm taking it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... You got to yeah. know, right? You got to know. Yeah, I mean, Life Tab is, is going to be uh, what I'm going to try with Shaman first. Other than that, um... Uh... I think, I mean, I think Fire Blast will be decent. I think uh, I'll probably, hmm, I'd like to try like a burn style deck with like Steady Shot. I don't think it'll be great, but who knows? Um, it'll just, be, just it, it also like Mage with Steady Shot and just go all in. Face Mage. Mage, I was thinking Mage <laughs> with Steady Shot. Just go like full redundancy. That yeah. might be fun. I don't think it'll be as good as like <laughs> Shaman with Life Tap, but <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so let's let's move to uh, to Dustin Craft uh, this week. Oh yeah, I got some good ones. <laughs> oh good, good. I I am um, I, I let me go first. I'm gonna say that I can't think of anything at this point because the meta's so stale, and I have like four thousand dust, and I just I, I don't want to change my collection at all right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm actually in a similar place. I I think that um you know the meta is yeah I I I'm I'm very very happy with my collection. But I'm gonna say that you can definitely dust your um, blood knights. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's so so sad. Blood knight. Why? <laughs> I feel like but Blood Knight is just like, why have you forsaken me? I was so good. I was so good. And then you're just like, this nerf happens. Blood Knight's like, oh, 
Come on. I, remember, <laughs> I want to do like a funeral for it. Like I remember when you first were like, Blood Knight's good. And I was like, no, it's not. And then I played with it and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, Blood Knight's <laughs> stupid. Like, I mean. Someone's just like, ha ha ha, hello, hello. You're like, nine, nine. You're yeah, like, oh like, no, why? And if you were shaman, it's like, oh, I gotta naturalize this? Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Druid, Druid naturalized it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, yeah, Blood Knight was just uh, absolutely, yeah, Druid, uh, was just absolutely crushed by this nerf. Um, yeah. So you can definitely dust your Blood Knights. Um, and we, I have would to, say... we have to show up to his next of kin's house with the with the letter that's like, sorry. He's, he's dead now. <laughs> oh, I would ter- say in terms of crafting, I'm just going to go with the fun one. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Mana Addict. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not going to replace uh, our good friend Mana Worm. Uh, never will. But if you're, like me, <laughs> if you're like me and you love playing with Tempo Mage and you're really, really hoping that this nerf will free up some design space and they'll print some really hot mage stuff. Then you're going to want to have your mana addicts handy. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, I think that, uh, I think that wraps it up for this week. Uh, this was longer than I thought it was going to be. This was a really cool, uh, really cool exercise. Yeah, this was super fun. All right. Uh, thanks for listening everybody. And, uh, we'll catch you in a week and we'll find out how wrong we were. (laughs) All right. See you then, man. Have a good one. Bye.